1: Hey guys, I'm Monica Crowley, and this is the Monica Crowley podcast. This is your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. Don't forget to check me out on social media. On Instagram, I am at Monica Crowley underscore, and on Twitter and true social, I am at Monica Crowley. Also by email, I am at Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. Send me an email and let me know what's on your mind. Thank you so much for joining me on this holiday week. We are having a fantastic time. If you've been with us all week long, you know that uh, we have had a very special journey on the Monica Crowley podcast this week. We have been talking about the spiritual war that we are all in, every single American, really everybody around the world. But America being the beacon of human freedom, which is truly a gift from God, America, for that reason, is in the spiritual crosshairs Mm -hmm. of the enemy. And what our guest all week calls the little gods, the small g gods. But we are experiencing this spiritual war between good versus evil, between God versus the enemy. However, you want to put it, we are under severe demonic assault. And as I've said before, and I will repeatedly say, once you see the spiritual battle, once you see what's going on in the country in those spiritual terms, you can't unsee it. It's right there, clear as a in front of you. So we have spent the week extrapolating what is happening today to something much bigger. What is going on on the spiritual plane and how it explains how it appears that evil is rising, how it's on the march, how it's winning, how it is so in our face and obvious, how it doesn't care, how it no longer hides. What is going on and where can we find the answers? All week long, we have been joined by my dear friend, who is just an extraordinary spiritual leader and person, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He is a Messianic Jewish rabbi and a New York, number one New York Times bestselling author. He's written all kinds of bestsellers, but his latest one is called, and it's so fascinating to me, which is why we devoted the entire week to it. It's called The Return of the Gods. You can find this extraordinary book at thereturnofthegods.com, the book website. You can buy it through there. You can also get it through Amazon barnesandnoble.com, wherever you get your books. This book is so important because it digs deep into scripture and biblical prophecy to describe the dark forces at work in America today and explain so much of really everything we're seeing. So today is our final day with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, um, who is going to tie all of this together and leave us with a sense of hope about what we can do about it. Jonathan, welcome back.
0: Great to be with you, Monica.
1: Such a pleasure to have you with us all week. For people who are just joining the show today, I hope that they will go back and listen to Monday and Wednesday's show this week, because really we we have created the arc of the storyline. We have created the, the arc of the dark trinity, which he writes about in The Return of the Gods. So if you're just joining us today, that's great. But also please go back and listen to the first two shows this week because today we're gonna tie it all together. For people who are just joining us, Jonathan, can you reset the stage of what we're talking about and the mystery behind the Return of the Gods?
0: Yes, what the return of the gods opens up is um, is literally a mystery behind the biggest transformations that are happening to America, to the West, to much of the world um, that have been changing our lives, our cultures, our families. Every single one who's listening to this to this broadcast has is dealing with it. Um, it's affecting you in one way or another. It's affecting our politics, our entertainment, our our educational system, our future, everything. What if this mystery goes back to ancient? Times to the Bible and to the ancient writings, inscriptions of of the of Mesopotamia, of Babylon. Uh, what if the ancient gods, you know, were there was actually something real to them? Um, and what if they returned today? What and why would they return? How would they return? What what how would they act? What if they are the invisible agents upon what's really taking over America? That is so irrational, not even natural. Well, that is what this mystery is. And the mystery goes back to what the Bible very clearly establishes, that behind the gods of the ancient world, there were actually spirits, called in Hebrew, Shadim, called in Greek, Daimonia or the demonic realm. And so the thing is that that what, what happened is back then, you know, if you look at ancient the ancient world, kind of we're the exception. Ancient world was pagan, and it was under these spirits. Well, then the, the word of God came in. The gospel came in, came into the Roman Empire, came in, then, then spread. And what it did, it, 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 it was a revolution in the spiritual realm. We're n- Now we're seeing the opposite. We're seeing the undoing of it. But there was a revolution in the spiritual realm. It drove out the gods, drove out the pa- paganism drove out the spirits it was it was the greatest mass exorcism in human history that's what made the west so unique that's what made america that's when all the the gospel came in transformed society but there's an ancient warning of jesus that what that if such a nation civilization culture society should ever turn away from god should ever remove the very protection that that is inside it that has cast these things out becomes empty of God, turns away from God, the gospel, the faith that saved it, that cleansed it, that exercised it, the spirits that were cast out are gonna come back into it. The ancient spirits are going to return. The, in It says the ancient gods are going to return. So they're going to return to to the, to the modern world. They're going to return to America. and they're going to become the the unseen invisible agents that are transforming the culture. and they're going to seek to repossess it and and so and and pagan spirits or or these darkened spirits are going to seek to take a Christian, Judeo-Christian civilization and transform it, morph it into a pagan one. That is exactly what is happening. If you wanna understand what's been happening to our culture, our America, the world, our children, It is exactly that, and it it is increasing, it's accelerating, and we need to know it because it has to do with you, with each of us. What do we need to know? Where is it going? And what do we need to know to prevail, to to stand, to overcome? Well, what I get into in The Return of the Gods is not just the overall, but the specific, and that is that there are specific entities or gods or spirits that we can identify And we can even see what they're doing now based on what they did then and based on their mythologies. It's amazing. And so we've watched as something called the Dark Trinity that was back in the time of ancient Israel when it fell away from God has returned to America and and the world. And it's basically a triad of gods of principalities the first one's called the possessor we spoke about that as america began turning away from god in the 1960s this spirit comes in starts the paganization process the second one is called the enchantress this is the one that comes next that is the goddess of sexual immorality sexual revolution revolutionizing sexuality changing everything marriage family all that the third one is the destroyer the one that causes uh, parents to offer up their own children well that came with abortion now 60 million children later we are here, this is where we are well all these things and by the way none of these things have stopped every one of them has continued it lies behind wokeism it lies behind a uh, political correctness it lies behind what's happening to our children everything and now when we get we, we go to another realm today it's going to get if you can imagine it's going to get even more explosive but it, but it's it's a fascinating thing you're Things are going to be, I believe, are going to become very crystal clear.
1: Oh, throughout the entire week, everything has become even clearer in terms of what is happening in the darkness that has settled across this land. Okay, so you mentioned the three, the Dark Trinity, the Possessor, the Enchantress, and the Destroyer. And in our last session on Wednesday, you began speaking about the Transformer. Who or what is the Transformer?
0: The transformer, which is especially relevant right now, the transformer is actually the enchantress in another realm or another dimension of her. This is the one of sexuality, but she wasn't just the principality of unbridled sexuality. And so you got the sexual revolution, but there was another side to her. There was something strange about her. Remember, I told you that this goddess, Ashtora in the Bible, Ishtar in Babylon, but also Aphrodite and Venus in the West. she, she is linked to, you know, when you look up in the sky and you see that, that star, it's Venus. And the reason why it's called Venus is because that star has always been linked to this goddess long before there was a Venus, was linked before, to this goddess. That was the, sun, that was the star, or, the, you know, it's the planet, but the, the light. Well, they called it the morning star. They also call Venus the evening star. Now, that's a, a, that's a little clue right now that these are two different things. She's morning star, evening star, two opposites. This principality, that's going to give you a, a, it's going to give us a clue into this, is the principality of merging opposites, blurring opposites. This goddess was, now listen, I, look, I looked at, in the, in the book, I, I actually show the the inscriptions that, you know, that are there from ancient Mesopotamia. It says, so the, the goddess says, I am a woman, and then she says, I am a man. The hymns to this goddess, the ancient hymns say, you are the one who has the power. You turn a man into a woman and a woman into a man. This is the goddess who is affecting everything right now. This is the spirit of the times right now. Mm -hmm. This is the spirit behind a spirit of androgyny the spirit she blurs the lines of male and female she confuses the identity of man and woman she merges them together she replaces the one with the other and the other with the one so what would you what again we've asked this question it's an amazing thing because what would then we what would we expect to happen if she comes into a culture we would and by the way Here's another thing. It doesn't happen at the beginning because it's too radical. You know, you said something, Monica, a few times as in, in these last few days. You said that, you know, it's more now it's out. You know, now it's brazen. Now it's out. You know, well, in the beginning, it wasn't because in the beginning, you know, the gods don't come and say, we're going to do this, 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 because we would say, no, it would be too shocking. You know, America would have rejected it, but they come step by step. And so at the beginning, you have the sexual revolution that's linked to this principality. But you don't have, this other part is the deeper part. And so as she begins to take possession of the culture, the more she takes possession, the more this can now come out. And so that's why now we're seeing it more than we have ever seen it before. And so what happens is what we'd expect to happen is in the culture, we'd expect there to be all of a sudden the breaking down of gender, a war Against gender, a war against maleness as male, man as male, woman as female, a, a, a movement, a spirit that would blur the lines of sexuality of gender, that would try to replace man with woman, woman with man, try to merge the two together, um, and and all you know, and so and so that's exactly what we have seen, and this has affected us in every possible way. I mean, because you know, when you think about this, you know. It's one thing to take sexuality out of marriage, you know that that is that's that's destructive enough, you know that, that's what happened in the sexual revolution. But when you take sexuality out of gender, when you take gen, you know, when you take it out of, then you're I mean you're destroying humanity now. I mean you're you're gonna you're doing something big. You you are gonna transform everything when you transform that, and that's exactly what we are witnessing. It all goes back to this principality and the return of the gods.
1: Jonathan, I'm going to ask you to please hang tight. A lot more ahead. Okay, everybody, listen up. We all want to be healthier, right? Well, to get there, we have to have a healthier diet, which is not always easy to do. I can attest to that. You know, that shredded lettuce in a double-double and the fruit filling in a donut are amazing, but they do not count toward the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but they don't. I don't always eat healthy either, but I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. We are back with this absolutely fascinating conversation with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. You can point so much to the revolution that we've seen starting in the 1960s, right? And so much of this part has also began in the 1960s, really in, sort of went on steroids in the 1970s. It's tied to radical feminism as well, which told women that they could be men right, that they could have the career and be in the C-suite and the rest. And I, you know, you think about how these entities, these dark forces use prominent personalities to sell it. So you think in the 1960s and 70s, David Bowie, gender bending right or in the 1980s madonna coming out on stage wearing a suit with a tie it, it all of the cultural cues coming from the celebrities from the pop culture were reinforcing this to lay the groundwork for what we're experiencing today which is actual surgical changing of the genders
0: oh, absolutely i mean you know you know the amazing thing and you your you're, you're saying this and the amazing thing is that people don't don't connect this and it's so it's so obviously connected what happened in the 1960s it's all connected radical feminism I mean this is going to sound may sound great you know may sound weird to say but it's totally absolute Radical right. feminism is connected to, to transgenderism now, to, to the surgical, to the changing of that. It's and I'm not saying one cause the other. I'm saying they're all part of the same thing. They're all manifestations, and spiritually, they're all part of the same spirit. And, and it's the same spirit. You know, you if you're saying ultimately that there's no difference between men and women, you know, wait, you know, in, in one form, well, then you're gonna get what you have right now. You're gonna get everything. You know, it all is part of the same thing. And exactly as you said, it started in the 60s too. It was, you know, again on the you know in a, it wasn't it was like the seeds that have now flowered you know and so, one of the things is that yeah, radical feminism. Well, w- well, first of all, what does she do to to women? She the goddess is going to transform women. So you know, and so and the thing is that the goddess herself was a woman, but she had male attributes. You know, she's a woman, but she's very masculine in her nature in every way. She's a the goddess who has the sword. The goddess who is, and she, by the way, well, she. So she, what she does is she's seeking to. DEFEMINIZE WOMEN and she's seeking to masculinize women. She's seeking to make modern women in her own image. You know, so what? Well, you know, what was that image? It's the image of it's a woman, but it's a woman who is seeking to be a man. Um, and seeking, and so you know, and so you see this interestingly. The, you know, one of she said, and you 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 are 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 right on. We're right on that track. That she said, you know, she said the first thing to to in order to do this to women, in order to transform, morph women, take to take women away. She's going to take women away from womanhood women away from motherhood women away from marriage because all the things that are womanhood she's going to take them away from she's going to and, and you you can see this spirit in our i mean we all know it it's 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 so it's so thick you could cut it you know this spirit in our culture we all we all know it and so it's a spirit that has to take femininity away from women it's so strange you know if if a woman acts a uh, man acts, acts masculine. You know, she, they're, they're, she's applauded. If a man acts masculine, he's condemned. It's so crazy. You know, that is what this—that is what this spirit does. That's what this goddess does. And in order to do that, she has to separate men from women and women from men. Or, or you know, and, and so what happens is that's what she does. She's saying women, you don't need men, and men, you don't need women. Women, you don't need men. You don't you, you know, you you are your own man. You can be your you're your own provider, you're your own protector, you're your own, you know, men are bad. You know, you don't need them. You are divorced from them. And so, you know, and, and by the way, everything goes together divorce, destruction of marriage, which is based on male, female, all that, all that leads to this. So she does that. And Monica, one of the things is you, know, you said you said radical feminism. She she's she's the spirit behind it. She she had she had an anger, she was an angry person. She, you know, her father you know in the mythology anu you know of the of the sumerian pantheon pantheon uh, of gods she you know he was the leader of it and she always she challenged the authority of her father so in a sense she challenged the you know the word from from the word father we get the word patra patriarchy so you get all the all this stuff again fight the patriarchy fought the patriarchy well she was the one who started that she went against that and so and she raged against. she had a problem with men that even her lovers she would end up most likely being destroyed you know she always came against that so so you have this spirit, the angry woman, you know, and by the way, as we mentioned last time, women have by all, every single study has shown that every decade since then, women, happiness has gone down the tube, gone down and down and down. This is promising, as you hit promising liberation, promising fulfillment. What happened? What happened is instruction. So that's what, that's what happened. And, Monica, it says in the ancient inscription, says she gives weapons to Women now, now I'm I'm not getting into any you know po- political part of of this thing, but here's the fact: she was the goddess who bore weapons. You know, weapons is traditionally fighting and defending is traditionally you know a ma- a, a thing of what men are supposed to do. You know, Um, and you know that's challenged by the culture it doesn't mean anything. That's always always, but that's part of life. You know, but. So what you're going to see is the militarization of women militarization. So I mean, starting with getting into the army, of course, but all, and I'm not getting into the thing. It's just, this is what's part of it. But also, you know, you have these, now you have, I, when I grew up, I don't know you Monica, but I never saw women fighting men, punching men or men punching women. I just didn't see it. You know, now, you know, women, you are your own man and you see it all the time. This is a glorification of this is all this. This is all the image of the goddess, Uh, and what you and then you know you you mentioned you know the, the other side of it is men. What does she do to men? There's an ancient inscription I found which says um, says that she caused, she she grinds away the masculinity of men. So what else are we seeing? A war against men a war it's not an accident a war against masculinity again if a man acts masculine he's condemned as being toxic you know um there's this war against anything with that, anything with men you know in, in any authority anything and so the idea is women replace men and, and the culture applauds that the more women can replace men and men replace women you know that's the other part of it so she seeks to defeminize women but she seeks to emasculate men to demasculinize men to feminize men so that is what. She she's doing it's attacking them attacking fatherhood you know i don't know you know you know years ago america had programs like father knows best you cannot even imagine a program with that name being on today father That's knows right. best well today we we have homer simpson you know today fathers are depicted as bumbling idiots or or overgrown children or dangerous toxic predators you know if they're it, there at
1: t- all jonathan
0: yeah Yeah, because we've got fatherless homes everywhere that yes, and and you know that you know I actually read in some of the ancient inscriptions about the goddess she attacks the authority of men authority of fathers, and and, because when you do that you will over you will transform the entire society, you will when you do that you will destroy family. You will you will do that. You're taking out what was supposed to be the defense of 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 marriage. You know, sounds like it sounds like a, a, an act that we just destroyed. Defense of marriage, of protection of marriage, protection of of children, protection. And you're destroying. You take that out. You're destroying it. And once you take away the father, as you said, that you've got you've got you know statistics bear it out. You've got a skyrocketing of of the chances of crime, of drug use, of of sexual promiscuity, all that destruction of society. Well, congratulations. This is what you got. When you took away the father, you know, and so this is this is all part of the goddess, and and also to feminize men, and so you're watching that too, you know, a man acts feminine, the, the society applauds him. The other thing is that that um, also notice. As she's training the women, I mean she's training the children. Tra- for instance, girls are being trained. Hey, you know, forget you don't need men. You don't need, you, you know, fierce power all with, you know, you know, girl, it's girl power, it's girl being girl, what you know, if a girl acts masculine, wonderful. Um Boys, though, are told not to do that. The boys are being corrected for acts, acts, acting masculine, and the other thing, and so boys are being pro are being discouraged, are being are being you know shot down, and um, they are being they are being channeled away. The natural impulse of a man, which is supposed to be to protect family, protect life, is being channeled into video games. You know, the the impulse for marriage and for marriage formation is being channeled into pornography. So you got you got young men who are never going to get married they're never going to have responsibility so she's destroying it from both sides and the end is to destroy you destroy marriage you destroy family you destroy life and look at what's happening now we're at the point where even she's eliminating the word women, (laughs) eliminating women, you know, where you even have the old school feminists are saying, this is crazy. You can't, they're fighting this because it's so radical. You say, you can't say woman anymore. It's a birthing person. It's a, it's a, it's a person with a cervix. I mean, mm, lunacy, but that's where it's lunacy, but that's the logical conclusion of where this is heading. And that is what the goddess does.
1: And it's all sold to both men and women as progress. That's the great deceiver. That's the the demonic uh, control over the language. This brings us to what what we are steeped in now, which is the logical end to what you're talking about, which is gender dysphoria, gender confusion, the entire transgender agenda.
0: Can you talk about that if you would? Totally. It is totally, totally rooted in this mystery and that the the you know the goddess had a a a priesthood you know what a priesthood was her priesthood was um was actually were men they were called the asinu or the or the kalu the gala and they were they were men dressed up as women Men who spoke acted as women. Um, they'd walk around her temples as that. Well, when you see that returning to the culture, you know the gods have returned, and this was part of it, pagan culture. Well, you know, it's got like we have a short-term memory. We don't realize, we don't understand what's happening. And you said, yeah, the name of progress—it's actually regress. It's a regression to pagan culture. Um, and the thing is that. So the first thing is you see this beginning with androgyny, and you you mentioned you said you know David Bowie, Madonna, and 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 on and on and. And it's it's it, it's accelerating with every year, every generation, and so you see the confusing. So when you see men dressing up as women again, that's that's basically her priesthood. You when you see children being told that they they you know the the boy you may not be a boy, you're you're a girl, a girl you may you may be a boy, and and dress up as this, dress up as that. You know, this is this is what she does. The you know, but it's remember the the Lord said, Jesus said, they come back worse. So back then, she she did this to her priesthood. She possessed a priesthood. Now she's seeking to possess an entire generation, including of. of of children she is seeking the children an entire generation these are the end times and so now remember what it says was what the ancient inscription says she turns a man into a woman she turns a woman into a man now you take that to its ultimate it means she actually she's the goddess who transitions a man to a woman transitions a woman to a man and even her own priesthood was actually included not just people who dressed up as women men as women But men who she had surgically transitioned, surgically altered, those were her priests. Now she's seeking the children to become her priesthood. So yes, that happened. She is the goddess of transsexuality or transgenderism. She goes from she says, "I'm a man, I'm a woman." Some one of her her um, her helpers is is a principality that goes back and forth between man and woman. She is actually the one who transitioned them. So yes, you know, I, I actually Monica, I put it I put it in the Return of the Gods, but it, it's a it's a quote an inscription where it describes the people, the men who were transitioned by her her priesthood. They're dancing before her dancing with scalpels as if to to celebrate their surgical transitioning. So what is happening to America? What is happening to our children? Now, remember, I said the gods are after the children because, because the children are more open. And if you can get the children... You have the future. Listen, they they they, remember they're the ones who sacrifice the children. They love destroying children. So they're being destroyed in our in our school system now. The same school system that once led them in the Lord's Prayer is now leading them to be surgically mutilated. You know, and and you know what? That's the logical progression. Because remember what you said, you take out take out God from the schools. That's how it all began. Something else is going to come in. The house is not going to stay empty. Look at what has come into the schools now. What's come into the schools is now something something very dark that's destroying them. And you might say, you know, even li- there are liberals who are saying, what, what, what's possessing adults to do this to children? What's possessing them is this.
1: And, you know, the, when you talk about the transgender agenda being introduced to children at a very, very young age, where they, they're being led down the path of their own sexual <laughs> mutilation, Right, that the confusion, that 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 worm of confusion from this transformer gets into their brain and begins the the whole um, series of, of questions and confusion, and that then leads to the sexual mutilation of these children without parental consent or involvement in many cases, and it all gets back to what we were talking about earlier in the week with regard to children, which is you got to get them young, and these these uh, dark forces understand that. It's about separating children from their parents and their families so that they can be controlled by these dark
0: forces yeah yes cuz once you once you take out the authority of the parents you can do what you want with them you know and that you know the gods wanted the children they wanted the, the parents parents to relinquish their children on their altars they destroy children they abuse children they sexualize children you know one after the other and that's exactly what is happening uh, you know together and and again when you take away it all goes together when you take away the father you take away the first you know the first pillar of what's going to protect the children then you take away you know the, then you try to take away the mother you know and that's exactly what happens, and it's happening, and it's destroying them. That's why this is so real.
1: You know, I, I've i said this on this show before, but I want to pose this to you, Jonathan. The sexual abuse of children is such a singular evil, and in fact, all child abuse is such a singular evil, that we all Well, maybe I should just speak for myself, but I I think this applies to a lot of people. We all just assumed that it was rare. And yet now we see the sexualization and exploitation of children everywhere. We talked earlier in the week about the Balenciaga high fashion uh, ad campaign with the children with the bondage uh, teddy bears and the rest of it to university campuses to uh, international child trafficking, including at our own border, to the Jeffrey Epstein case, it seems to be far more widespread and pervasive than we ever thought. And what you're saying is this is a direct result of the return of these gods.
0: Absolutely. You Remember we said it earlier on, the pagan world was not safe to be for a child if you're a child in most pagan cultures it was not safe because you're vulnerable because you're weak and that it's only when when christianity came when the word of god came it said no the child is sacred you know jesus said jesus said You know, such is the kingdom of God. You know, if you harm this, if you cause this child to stumble, it'd be better that you weren't even born. You know, that's what caused this. It was that. But when you take Jesus out, you take God out. This is what has to happen. And even in all works together, you know, you destroy marriages that you destroy families, you destroy protection for children. Because, you know, now you have other men coming into a house who aren't married or other, you know, and you have the children are more in danger of abuse. This is true all over. This is what happens happens. And, you know, it's like we should have known. And look at how this all began. We said it began with the children. It began with, let's just remove prayer. Let's just put a little separation between God and the children. Well, you you separated the God from the children, and now you brought in the gods to the children. But this is exactly, we should have expected it, you know, and bringing children to drag queens, you know, for story time, I mean, you know, to sexual, what is that? Well, you know, that is what, in one form or another, that actually happened in different forms. Forms in ancient, in the ancient world. Children were sexualized. Children were watching the, the, the destruction of gender and children were being destroyed. This is it. This is a real, this is, this, is it. this is why this is so important.
1: Okay, please stand by. More with Rabbi Kahn straight ahead. Okay, we are back with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. You know, just over the last couple of weeks, Um, Our friend Kirk Cameron, who was a big Hollywood icon for a long time, he is now a Christian believer and produces a lot of Christian um, content books, documentaries, films, all the content that we should be supporting, like The Return of the Gods. Um, it, you know, he it, he and his publicist and his publisher went to about 50 public libraries because he's just written a children's book that is faith-based. And he said, look, I, I'm a big star and I would love to come and read my new children's book to a bunch of kids at these public libraries. The libraries came back, not a single one, Jonathan, said that they would welcome him to talk to children and read this faith-based book. Not one. They said the messaging does not align with their institutions. Meanwhile, they've got drag queens doing drag queen hour for children all day long. This is exactly what you're talking about, right?
0: Yeah, well, well you know, the Bible says, what are those who call evil good and good evil? And, and this is where we are now. You know, this is this has taken, literally taken over our culture, and that's exactly listen. That's exactly what the the agenda was. You know, possession. It's a possession, and as, as the it would be like a person getting possessed, and they get they get more and more irrational. They're not they're not no, they're not reasoning things. Well, that's what's happening to our culture as a whole. Um, the 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 entire movement where you know where that really exploded on the world, which I, I won't get into for time's sake, but I get into it in the original gods. But when which is called Stonewall, you know, which all this came from, and the, you know, the gender and everything you know same sex and, and st- ultimately destruction of marriage and transgender and all that um that began in in new york city you know in 1969 i won't go into it except to say that on that night when the stonewall riots came all these signs of the goddess from her mythology, from her it was amazing, manifested on the streets of New York. I mean, it's amazing, even the timing, all part of this thing. And this has overtaken our society, where again, to I mean, just a few years ago, what you just described would never have happened. I mean, it's just craziness, it's madness, it's a possession. But but to give you an example of this, of how it's how it's taken over the whole society, you know, the this ancient goddess was actually the goddess of parades and so she had parades through the ancient world through the cities of the ancient world what were her parades like when i looked at the inscriptions it's her parades it, it could she made men parade in the city streets as dressed up as women women parade in the city streets dressed up as men full of color full of sexual licentiousness and full of gender bending does that sound familiar Every year, our, our streets are filled with parades. This is all, the, it's, it's the return of the ancient parade. We don't, the people who are doing it, they don't realize it. They don't know it's because of that. They have no idea. You know, what, you know the, a, another thing here is the goddess claimed one month of the ancient world, particularly to possess the culture. One month, there'd be, there'd be processions for her. People would be like possessed by her spirit. What was the month? Well, I looked in the ancient writings of the early the early Christians and actually I put in the book I quote Saint Jerome because at the time they still had those parades. They still had the festivals of the goddess. and so um, he actually records it in Latin. He says, the, the month of the goddess or the month of these celebrations, the month of this was the month called Iunium or Junium or June. Uh The month of June. So now look at this. Look what has happened to the month of June. Remember that Jesus said that. You know the the spirits return to possess what the house they once had. Well, she once had the equivalent of our, our of the month of June. So now she's repossessing it, and so that's why June has become something totally we never could have fathomed. And so now, not not only that, you know, it, it's um, it's also that that June has become the month of this. You know what, what was she, what was the goddess? She was the goddess of of altering gender of altered sexuality so june has now become the month of altered gender altered sexuality and parades and you know the goddess was also called the goddess of pride she was the, known for her being the pride goddess so we have the ah. month of pride and not only that but now think about this you know how irrational this is you know we have now america not just america, many nations celebrating this you know they celebrate their own independence day for one day but they'll celebrate this for 30 days. I mean, isn't that crazy? They're, they're celebrating a form of sexuality. Isn't that crazy? We have, you know, that, that makes no sense. You would, it's, not, it's not rational. No matter what, it's not rational, but it's not rational. It's a possession.
1: It It absolutely is. So now that we have gone through all of this and we've taken apart the dark trinity from the return of the gods, what is their end game? Like, how does this end for America and for the world?
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me and and let me. I want let me throw in two things that's going to lead there. Um, along that line, one is let me just tell you that there was an ancient sign of the goddess. She was linked to an ancient sign. You know what it was? The rainbow. The Mm -hmm. rainbow. And 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 actually, even the color, every color of that rainbow, the original flag that they even said is linked to the goddess. So actually people don't realize this, but when you see that rainbow, it's taken from God, it's God, but taken away. But it's become a sign, it's a sign of the goddess possessing the culture, Uh, American embassies you know, uh, cereal boxes, I mean, craziness all over, everywhere, schools, it's the possess- the goddess possessing the culture. And also, and the other thing is, uh, just before that, how how this has been and part of how they're, they're seeking to take the culture, uh, which is part of the end game, is that, you know, if you look at the last, the, the, the three landmark Supreme Court decisions that have altered marriage and altered sexuality... Um, Every one of them took place in June, the month of the goddess. The specific time of the goddess was the the last days of June, around the time of the summer solstice. Every one of them took place in the last days of June, the time of the summer solstice. Every one of them, this is from, from 2003 to 2015, the, the, the overturning of marriage, took place on the exact same day, June 26, which is linked to the mystery. And I'll just tell you one more thing about that, and that is that remember the night when marriage... Was was transformed. <laughs> Talk about transformed. Was overturned, and the White House was lit up, in the colors of the rainbow. That's a sign. The God is saying, "I possess this now. I possess the White House. I possess the culture." But that on, on the here on the ancient calendar, that night was the tenth of the month of Tammuz. The tenth of Tammuz. That marriage was changed, so a man could marry a man. Well, that day on the, I found an ancient inscription. I put it in the book uh, from Babylon. That it says that that day, the tenth of Tammuz, is appointed, ordained, for to 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 cast a spell to cause a man to love a man. That was the day that marriage was changed into that. On that day, the Supreme Court had no idea what it was doing, but it all manifests the ancient mystery. So what? So what is the end game of the gods? The end game is total dominion you know it is every knee shall bow it is that it is that every tongue will confess them you know when they first come in they come in you know with the name of tolerance remember everything was tolerance do your own thing hey anything goes do your own thing that's that's changed you know that's gone now it's do our thing now it's if you don't if you don't speak what we say if you don't act the way we say if you if you think along a different line you are going to be canceled, you're going to be deprogrammed, deplatformed, defunded. That's what because once the god the gods use tolerance only to get in. You know, open your doors, Christian civilization, so we can get in. Once they're in, now close the doors. Now every knee will bow. In the day, you mentioned Jezebel. In the days of Jezebel, it was every knee had a bow before Baal. They hunted down the prophets. The end game is total dominion. That's why you have cancel culture now. That's why you have political correctness. That's why you have this new culture. It is because we're entering a new stage. You know, the beginning stage, you know, the Bible says, what are those who call good evil and evil good? Well, well, the first stage is calling good evil. That's, say, hey, sin. I'm sorry. First stage is call, calling evil good, which, hey, sin, sin is good now. But the second stage is now we're going to call everything that's good evil. We're going to call Christians evil, God evil, the word evil, family evil, marriage evil. We're going to do that. So that is where we are now. And when the gods come back, remember, they were cast out by the gospel, by by faith, by Christianity, by the Bible. So they they have a vengeance. They've come back with a vendetta. They've come back they have they to to attack religious freedom attack christianity attack traditional religion attack christians attack the gospel attack the word of god they were cast out by the word of god now they're trying to cast the word of god out of america just like you said so we are in we are in a gigantic war and that's why we have to we have to know that's why also why i wrote the book is there hope and what is the hope and what do we need to do
1: All right, we've got to hit this quick break, but we will be right back with much more. We're back with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. So we need an awakening because that's going to be the only thing to rid the country of these dark forces. How do we do that, Jonathan?
0: First thing is that if we are going to stand... As much as we are take part in any of these things in our life, you know, whether it's pornography, whether it's you know whatever it is, you know, uh, as much as we give ourselves to something else, you know, a substance, whatever it is, we have to get that out of our lives because we cannot do things with the culture of if we we can't stand for God there if we're not going to stand in, in our own lives. So God will give you the power to do that. That's number one. Number two, you know, the people of God. When you look back at all the great people of God in the Bible, from you know Moses, a lot, you know, they all dealt with this. You know, Moses Moses dealt with the gods of Egypt Elijah dealt with the gods of of Canaan Baal you know um the you know Paul dealt with the gods of Rome you know the the first Christians dealt with the gods you know that's all part of it you know so the point is we have to stand we cannot we if, if we are silent we are giving we are giving them the victory if we are timid if we're intimidated and we go with that intimidation then it, we are giving homage to the gods we are not to do that we understand we have something much more powerful. The power of God is much more powerful than any God of any age. You know, you know, that when Moses crossed the Red Sea, he said, he wrote a song. In Hebrew, it says, Micha mocha madonai. Who is like you O Lord among the gods there is none if you first of all if you are if you don't know God if you are not born again if you don't have him in your life you got to get him in your life you got to say yes just say yes come in my life because that is the only light that is going to protect you from this darkness number one number two if you have God it is time to stand it's time to be you know if the dark is getting darker it means it's time for the lights of God to get brighter. These are days, you know, the grays are disappearing. So these are days that produce greatness for those who will be great. It is time, you know, if the world is kind of going back to where it was spiritually, to a pagan form, then it's time, at the beginning of the age, it's time for believers, the people of God, to go back to where they were at the beginning of the age, which was the book of Acts. That is the power of God. God will empower the one who will stand for God. It says the eyes of God are searching the entire earth, looking. For the one whose heart is his he will lift up that one you be that one he will show himself mightily. listen the power of the gospel is stronger than anything else but we cannot back down we cannot be on the defense we have to be on the offense yes monica as you said absolutely right revival we must pray for revival because without revival all the political change in the world is going to it's not going to last revival is the only thing that can change america that can save america we have to pray for it we have to intercede for it but we also have to live it <laughs> live in revival the revival begins and also what Revival begins with repentance whatever we have to do in our own lives let's do it to get right with God God will empower it and then then move forward do not be silent you are the watchman do not be afraid speak. Proclaim! You've got the power. You've got God, and all God is enough. If you have God, you you are more powerful than the majority, and you are to stand. Do not bow down to Baal. Do not bow down to Moloch or Ashtora. Do not bow down to political correctness or wokeness. Do not bow down to any sacred cow of this culture. But stand for God. He is the. He he was the same. He was the answer. He's still the answer. He will still be the answer, and it'll be he'll be even more powerfully the answer in for such 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 a time as this, uh, when it's dark, you will shine. God has appointed you to stand for such a time as this.
1: And that's exactly why we did this week of shows, because I want everybody to understand God has not abandoned America. I know a lot of people, even believers, Jonathan, say, hey, you know, things look so dark. It looks like God's taken a powder. (laughs) on america and we want everybody to know he has not abandoned this country but he does want us to stand up and fight back against these small g gods running wild and tearing apart our country he wants us to stand for him and if we do that the small g gods will be banished and god will see to it that america is restored
0: yes absolutely and what we if anyone missed some of the programs with uh, the keep in mind the note when i finished this book the return of the gods that was the day that the altar the greatest altar of the gods right now of abortion was cracked god was giving us encouragement you know the, the the fight is not over it's not over till it's over and the power we have is still greater there's always hope as long as you have god you've got hope and you know what if it's getting darker okay listen bring it on because you know what this is what will this is when we'll all become great it's going to force us to go one way or the other is it shoot you know you choose god we will become great let let it let it be our greatest moment you know monica what is the most exciting the exciting time or moment of a movie the last 15 minutes so listen god put us in the last 15 minutes let's make the most of it this is the great this can be our greatest hour if we stand for him
1: yes don't give up five minutes before the miracle no. <laughs> <Jonathan>. <laughs> and i want everybody who's tuned in this week to be encouraged today. Don't l- allow what's happening discourage you. Turn it around. Absorb all of the messages from Jonathan today and ac- across the week, because this is what's going to save America and really what's going to save all of us. Jonathan, it has been quite a journey with you over the past few days. I can't thank you enough for being here, for spending all of this time with us and sharing these revelations. The, the The incredible arc is just fascinating, and it's so important to understand what is happening and why and what we can do about it. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, the book is called The Return of the Gods. Go get it. You can get it on their website, thereturnofthegods.com, also Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, wherever you get your books. I promise you, you will not be able to put it down. You need to read it and fully absorb it, and then, of course, act on it. Jonathan, thank you so much. God bless you and happy new year. God bless you. God bless.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.